Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story continues the ongoing tale of the royal twins Ia and Dak, and follows what they've been up to while Shan has been visiting his old school. I hope you enjoy this story. After Shan had been gone for three days, Dak came to Ia in the throne room. He said, Ia, I'm worried. What are you worried about, said Ia. There hasn't been anything bad happening in the kingdom. We sent all those messengers out offering a reward for Ka and warning people to tell us if livestock started disappearing, and we haven't heard a thing. That's just it, said Dak. It's too quiet. Too quiet, said Ia. I don't think it could be too quiet. We've had a very exciting year. I would love it if it were quiet for the next year. Heck, I'd love it if it were quiet for the next ten years. Yeah, said Dak. I know, me too. But the thing is this, Ia, it doesn't make any sense. We know that Lord Abner is sending this call. What are they planning? What are they up to? Why are they waiting? Hmm, said Ia. I suppose you're right. I suppose it is too quiet. Do you have an idea? Not really, said Dak. He said, well, I don't know. I've sent guards out searching, but nobody's come back with anything. I think that I'd like to go on a ride around the kingdom for a few days. No, that was Shan. Shan's gone right now. This is what I'm telling you right now. It happened while Shan was about halfway through his trip. Dak said, I'd like to take a ride around the kingdom see what there is to see. See if I can notice anything out of the ordinary. So, Ia said, well, things are fine around here. I don't see any point in you remaining here if you think you can turn something up. She said, just try to be back by the time Shan gets back in another four or five days so that you can hear what he's discovered. All right, said Doc. I'm going to take a couple guards with me and go. And so he did. He rode out from the castle. And Ia spent the day doing the things that a queen normally does. She signed papers. She wrote letters to other kings and queens. She judged cases that the people had brought before her. What were those? They were all just typical cases. Farmers disagreeing over land borders and pickpockets who'd been caught in the market. What are pickpockets? Pickpockets are thieves who sneak up and steal what's in your pocket without you noticing it. And she went to bed that night tired and having had such a busy day that she she slept all night without waking up and worrying at all about Lord Abner or the Caw or anything. She woke up the next morning, though, and she was about halfway through breakfast when Dak came rushing in. Ia, he said, he's back. Who's back, said Ia. The Caw. I saw a raven fly over when I was in the east, in the city of Livermore. Well, there are lots of ravens in our kingdom, Dak. How do you know it was him? Because, said Dak, I sort of followed, and I saw him land and shift into his human shape. And then he shifted into his wolf shape, and then he was gone. He ran off. Hmm, she said. Any reports of any livestock from that area, missing from that area? No, said Dak. 
I don't know really what we could do, said Ia. We don't have any way of holding him. She said, well, why don't you take some guards and head over to Livermore and see what you can find. So Dak took several of the guards from the palace and he rode off. And he had been gone. It was late in the afternoon when Ia received a messenger from a city on the far western border of their country. That city was named Pompalot. And they were reporting that two cows and three sheep had all gone missing in the space of just a day. Ah, said Ia, that's in exactly the wrong direction from where Dak went. Somehow the caw must have tricked him. She said, well, I'm going to lead some guards myself to take care of this. And so she gathered a bunch of the palace guards, and they decided that as soon as they rode out in the morning, that they would ride out as soon as morning came. So she spent much of that night getting preparations ready for the trip, and she did not get a lot of sleep. Bright and early the next morning, she started out after sending a message to Dak of what was going on. Well, she was... She, she spent the whole day riding to Pompalot, and just as she got there, she had a messenger catch up from behind, a messenger who was riding really fast. And the messenger said, Queen Ea, after you're gone, a small force of men attacked the castle and captured it. So many of the guards were gone, with Dak being gone and you being gone on these missions that we didn't have enough to defend the castle. And now... This shapeshifter calls himself the Kaw, sitting on the throne, and he holds the palace walls, and we don't have enough men to take them back. Ah, informed Dax that he were coming. So, there was no point in trying to march through the dark. They, they spent the night, and they all began marching back towards the castle, and they met Dax's forces in front of the castle, and the Kaw appeared on the walls. Shan had now been gone, seven days, and Ia and Dak were outside the moat, the gate was up, and the portcullis was down, and the caw appeared on the walls, and he said, you should just surrender, Queen Ia. I hold your castle, and you have no way of recapturing it before Lord Abner arrives with the rest of his men, and you cannot hope to defeat his army without castle walls to hide behind. Ia and Dak conferred. They said, what are we going to do? He's right. Dak said, Ia, I think we should send out scouts and try to figure out where Lord Abner's coming from. We've got to have more information. Ia stood up and she said, I will not surrender. This kingdom is mine and Lord Abner may not have it. I rule these people and they are my responsibility. She said, I vow that we will find a way in and you, you will be caught and punished. And the Cobb began to laugh. He laughed, ha! And as he laughed with a ha, he turned into a raven. And he laughed, ha! And as he laughed, he turned into a wolf. And he laughed, ha! And as he laughed, he turned into a snake. And he laughed, ha! And he turned back into a human. And he said, catch me. How are you think you're going to catch me? And as he said it, a huge bolt of lightning shot down from the sky. And it was so bright and so loud that the caw was blinded and staggered for a moment, and everybody else was blinded for a moment. And through the blinding light of trying to blink the 
flash away from her eyes, Ia saw someone else standing behind the car, and she rubbed her eyes, and when she opened them again, she saw that the person behind the car was Shan, and that the car's hands were now behind his back, held in a strange pair of metallic cuffs. Several of the car's guards that had been helping him take the castle rushed up to the top of the castle wall holding crossbows and they fired them at Shan and Shan just held his hands up and there was a sudden blast of wind that batted the arrows down to the ground and then Shan went like he was flicking a spider or something and as he did that in their direction all of a sudden they were knocked off the castle walls into the moat. Then Shan pointed down to the guards the cause guards that were still just inside the gate, and he shot lightning out of his fingers, and it hit the ground right next to him, and dirt plumed up, and he said, don't make me come down there and open the gate. Do it now. And they did. They opened the gate, and Ia and Dak walked in, followed by the palace guards. Ia walked up to the car and said, you have chosen the wrong side take him away. And the guards took him away down to the dungeon. Then Ia gave Shan a big hug and she said, I see you made it back. I'm so glad to see you in one piece. And I'm glad to see you in one piece. Did she tell him her about the snake? Yes. She, he said, I'm so glad to see you in one piece. She said, did you have any trouble? And he said, well, there was a very forgetful schoolmaster. And then there was this little snake. Little snake, said Ia. That sounds interesting. Yeah, said Shan. Come on, let's go have dinner. I'll tell you all about it. And they all went inside to sit down to have dinner. And over dinner, Shan told them about his adventures and how he had defeated the basilisk. And Ia and Dak told him about all that they had done. Um. And they talked long into the night happy to see one another again. And will you tell us tomorrow what happened when Lord Abner's men... Sure, I can tell you that. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. (laughs) 